Welcome to Unsupervised Learning, a security, AI, and meaning-focused podcast that looks at how best to thrive as humans in a post-AI world. It combines original ideas, analysis, and mental models to bring not just the news, but why it matters and how to respond. All right, welcome to Unsupervised Learning. This is Daniel Meisler, starting off with security news. Trail of Bits has released the first chapter of their testing handbook, with the first chapter focusing on SEMGREP. The handbook aims to provide comprehensive guidance on testing methodologies, starting with static analysis. And the next chapter they have flagged is dynamic analysis. In collaboration with Australian Cybersecurity Center and U.S. National Security Agency, CISA, has issued a warning about the significant breach risk associated with indirect op- object reference vulnerabilities, IDORs, in vulnerable applications. The vulnerabilities, which can lead to unauthorized access and data breaches, have been exploited in several incidents already, resulting in the compromise of personal, financial, and health information of millions of users. This is probably the easiest web vulnerability to demonstrate and get people to grok. So I'm glad they're talking more about it. The North Korean Lazarus Hacking Group is breaching Windows Internet Information Service servers, IIS servers, to distribute malware. The group is leveraging poorly protected IIS servers, with the main advantage being the ease of infecting visitors of websites or users of services hosted on breached IIS servers owned by trustworthy organizations. So basically, if you can get into one that's trusted by a lot of people and you infect that one, then they're coming to you and you're putting your malware there. North Korea is froggy for real. Which you would expect that because South Korea is too. Unsupervised learning listeners meet Mimecast. They're in the business of taking companies at risk of cyber attack and putting them at ease. So imagine it's Monday morning. You're cruising through hundreds of unread emails. Your impulse to properly click, download, or respond could be a prompt to launch a cyber attack. An email address is a direct digital path to the mind, the machine, and data of every person in your organization. It needs better security. And I know what you're thinking. I'm all set. I have M365 protection. It might not be enough. This is where Mimecast comes in. They've developed a system that fortifies your email security and reduces costs, risks, and complexities, enabling you and your business to work protected. So before you click your next email, visit mimecast.com to start your free 30-day trial. North Korean hackers, speaking of them, made a mistake that exposed their real-world IPs during a recent intrusion at an enterprise software company, JumpCloud. Mandiant, assisting one of the JumpCloud's affected customers, attributed the breach to North Korea's Reconnaissance General Bureau, a hacking unit that targets cryptocurrency companies and steals passwords. China is reportedly using fake social media accounts linked to transactional criminal groups to spread propaganda and disinformation. According to the Australian Strategic Policy Institute, these accounts are connected to a network promoting Warner International Casino, an online gambling platform operating in Southeast Asia. Yamaha had a cyber attack following claims from two different ransomware groups um, saying that they had attacked the company. Yamaha has now admitted that. Norway's government had a breach. 
hackers attacked a zero-day vulnerability in Avanti's software, compromising a dozen Norwegian government agencies. ChatGPT and other AI assistants like Llama2 are being tested for their potential use in phishing scams. And a bunch of uh, intelligence out now is saying that attackers actually are using these to build phishing campaigns. And um, I've got two buddies who are presenting on this in Vegas in a couple weeks. TSA is cracking down on Clear, which expedites airport security biometrics. Or, well, yeah, it uses biometrics to expedite going through lines. And people were trying to figure out why they were breaking, um, you know, coming down on them. And the reason is because <laughs> they did it like an audit. The TSA did an audit of Clear and found nearly 49,000 customers enrolled despite being flagged as non-matches by the software. So it was like wearing hats or cover or face coverings like masks or glasses or something that made it really hard to tell if it was the real person. And they were just kind of like letting them through. So TSA basically was like, nope. And uh, yeah, they're requiring a lot more people to show ID. I don't know what the current state of that is, but it's the type of thing that changes day to day. So you never know. The FBI has released a reference guide on militia violent extremists. I didn't know this was a thing. MVEs detailing their ideologies, targets, tactics, and key terms. They are anti-government extremists who believe in using force to protect perceived threats to the rights and the constitution, often referencing conspiracy theories and historic grievances. Shanghai-based marketing firm Haixun has allegedly taken its pro-China influence campaign to new heights using newswire services, stage protests, and billiard, no, not billiard, uh, billboard ads to spread propaganda in the U.S. The firm, which has Chinese police and government agencies among its clients, was previously associated with a campaign involving 72 fake news sites worldwide. Researchers have disclosed potential attacks on public language learning models, LLMs, and they have a pretty slick minimalist way of demonstrating these on the website. Uh, I really like this site, actually. It's a really crisp site. It doesn't look like a regular research paper site. And there's actually um, little GIFs or um, little widgets that actually show the attack happening and the result that comes out of it. It's pretty clean. Data brokers are now selling license plate location and analytics data. And uh, yeah, I've, I've been saying for a long time that data brokers are like one of the real, uh, one of the real threats out there. Worse than the dark web, actually. And uh, an AI-equipped police van in Hampshire, UK, has been successful in identifying drivers using mobile phones and other traffic violations. During a week-long operation, they detected 86 drivers using a phone, 273 not wearing seatbelts, and 132 mechanical offenses. No idea what mechanical offenses are. Surprised more people were going without a seatbelt than using a phone. Anyway, vulnerabilities got two criticals here, one in uh, Fortinet and one in Microtik routers. So there's a uh, Fortigate vulnerability that's critical and Microtik routers, evidently over 900,000 are vulnerable. Technology news. The entrepreneurial 
landscape is witnessing a concerning trend, a steep decline in the formation of new startups. So uh, data from Crunchbase shows an estimated decrease of about 86% in the U.S., 89% in Israel, 87% in the EU, and these are between the dates of 2020 and 2023. So yeah, insane numbers. Panoptica simplifies container deployment, monitoring, and security, protecting the entire application stack from build to runtime. Scalable across clusters and multi-cloud environments, Panoptica secures containers, serverless, APIs, and Kubernetes with a unified view, reducing operational complexity and promoting collaboration by integrating with commonly used developer SRE and SecOps tools. Panoptica ensures compliance with regulatory mandates and CIS benchmarks for best practice conformity. Privacy teams can monitor API traffic and identify sensitive data while identifying open source components vulnerable to attacks that require patching. This enhances auditing and compliance efficiency and protects against potential threats. Proactively addressing security issues with Panoptica allows businesses to focus on mitigating critical risks and protecting their interests. Learn more about Panoptica today at panoptica.app. U.S. iPhone market share has spiked to 55% in Q2, largely due to a significant drop in Android smartphone shipments. The overall U.S. market saw a 24-year-on-year decline in shipments. This is for all mobile phones, with Apple's smaller 6% drop, allowing it to increase its market share. So most mobile, well, mobile overall was 24% drop, and Apple's was still a drop. It was 6% instead of 24 I think uh, this is basically, it takes a while sometimes, but quality and consistency eventually went out, but I have a strong bias towards Apple, so feel free to ignore me on that. And the rise of AI girlfriends, um, they are ascending, and with many articles discussing the implications of the trend on society and human relationships, the under 30 demographic being the most tech-savvy and likely to be single are turning to virtual companionship. With 63% of men under 30 describing themselves as single, compared to 34% of women. Let's just call that half. Double the number of men under 30 describing themselves as single. Human news. Could have put this one in human news, honestly. A new study suggests adopting eight healthy lifestyle choices at age 40 could add up to 24 years of life. And they looked at a whole bunch of U.S. veterans so they could see a whole span of health. But uh, they said even starting these at uh, age 50 or 60 could add 21 and 18 years to your life, respectively. And the list seems quite approachable, actually. It's uh, things like alcohol and nicotine and stuff like that. Um, definitely worth clicking in and uh, getting that. Unemployment rates are hitting record lows in 17 states across the U.S., reflecting a thriving national job market. Um, and a couple of these states, in New Hampshire and South Dakota, actually have unemployment rate of 1.8%. So what I'm trying to figure out is, I've never heard a clear and convincing argument for why unemployment is so low, but people are still saying it's impossible to find a job. I'm trying to figure out exactly what that disconnect is. I, I feel like I learned at some point, and I don't quite remember or maybe only partially learned, or maybe I had an argument that I heard that I subscribed to, and then I heard a counter to it. 
Uh, curious what you all think about that. But it's a podcast, so you can't say anything because I won't hear you. You can say something. It's just I won't hear you. So give it a shot, though. You never know. And California has a math crisis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're saying uh, we shouldn't teach algebra until high school. It, uh, California wants to end advanced courses until high school and foregrounds equity at the expense of teaching math basics like addition and subtraction. This is quite sad. I don't think this helps anyone. It's not going to help the people that it thinks they're helping, and it's only going to harm the people who actually could go faster. It reminds me of the Rush song, something about trees and good song. Japan's population crisis is worsening, with the number of nationals dropping by over 800,000 last year, reflecting trends seen in other East Asian countries. Total population as of January 1st this year stood at 125.4 million, including both Japanese and foreign residents. And the American economy continues to grow at a healthy clip, showing resilience in the face of the fastest interest rate tightening cycle since 1970. GDP increased 2.4% annualized in the second quarter, jumping from 2% in the previous quarter. All right, ideas and analysis. So I had a sad thought recently that AI tooling will be, and probably already is, a lot like reading. So it'll be available to most people in the US, but only a subset of people will take advantage. I know tons of smart people personally with tons of intellect and potential, but they don't read, they don't work out, they don't spend their time grinding and trying to better themselves. AI tools will, will likely be yet another thing that they won't do. The results of this will be that a small group of grinders pulling that much further away from everyone else. Because now they're not only reading and grinding, but they're also doing so augmented by automation and intelligence. I guess I should have anticipated that, but I guess I'm still hopeful that we'll find a way, perhaps with AI's help, to bring the optimizations to more people. Notes, my buddy Joseph Thacker has just launched his new hacker art site, hackersbyreszero.com. It's hundreds of his own insanely creative AI art images of various types of hacker, and they're all free to use. And every time you refresh the page, you get a different collection. So congrats to Joseph for that. A lot of these look really, really amazing. Discovery, file change monitor, CDN check, a tool for identifying technology associated with a DNS IP address from Project Discovery. The first one, file change monitor, uh, detects changes in JavaScript files. It's by CableJ. JSMon is a also another JavaScript change monitor for Bug Bounty. It's by Rober or Robbery. Not sure how to pronounce that. Tree of Thought, a new reasoning method implemented in Langchain Experimental. CV Analyzer, a simple tool, compares your CV to the job description and provides recommendations. Agent Iterators. Langchain has introduced a feature that allows agents to run as iterators, enabling execution of a single step at a time with custom logic in between. This is much needed. And this is by Slapdragon and Lassio Cocodes. I think. Managerial Pitfalls, Charity Majors discusses the potential downsides of transforming from an individual computer contributor to a managerial role. 
highlighting the challenges and trade-offs that come with the territory. Really good piece here. Broken RF, my buddy Matt Johansson wrote an epic thread about the vulnerabilities discovered in encrypted radio communications. And there's going to be a talk about this at, uh, in Vegas in a couple of weeks. Birkenbag Economics, uh, the most expensive handbag with prices starting at $7,000. Uh, supposedly take up to 18 hours to compete. And the brand strategy of rationing by queue rather than price. And this creates a perception of exclusivity. Yeah, it's working. It's working on all those different bag companies, but evidently this is the top one. I, I didn't know that. And ancient worms revived. Scientists have managed to revive ancient worms from permafrost after 46,000 years. So the whole cryo thing from sci-fi is definitely real. I wonder how they get around the ice crystal problem. Because I heard that's why you can't do this with humans. Because ice crystals will mess everything up. I wonder why worms don't have that problem. Something blood related, I imagine. All right. Recommendation of the week. Realize that you are enough. It's fine to want to improve yourself and even to obsess over doing so. That's fine. But it shouldn't come from a belief that how you are is somehow wrong or bad. And it most definitely shouldn't come from the outside. You are enough. And the aphorism for the week. When good people pretend uncomfortable truths don't exist and attack those who acknowledge them, they empower the hateful to gain office and commit legalized atrocities. When good people pretend uncomfortable truths don't exist and attack those who acknowledge them, they empower the hateful to gain office and commit legalized atrocities. And that one I wrote last week. We'll see you next time. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a Neumann U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmeisler.com newsletter. We'll see you next time.